Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third episode of For the Lore Plays Tales from the Loop, our 80s youth adventure game, where, well, in between some sex edge sex ed uh, lessons our three kids have made their way out to the beach at lake mead in search of what's going on with these birds and when we had left off against all odds the sword of omens had given brandon sight beyond sight and he caught a glimpse of a person on a bicycle at the top of the cliff that appeared to be staring out over the water with binoculars while Brandon and Oz were trying to figure out exactly how to approach this, well, Matea just took things into her own hands, didn't she? Maybe. So if I recall correctly, you were just marching up the, the trail to go meet this person, right? Yep. I'm going to go up there. I'm going to try to um, kind of charm them, in a sense, and see if they'll give me some information. Are you trying to uh, hide your presence, trying to sneak up on this person, or are you just... You know, being Matea and bullheading the way through. <laughs> oh, I'm totally being Matea. I'm just going to full head and just go on. I don't want to alarm them by trying to be stealthy about it. I'm just going to walk up to them and kind of give a casual greeting of, oh, hello, how are you? And boys, how do you react seeing Matea just take initiative and head off? I just kind of sigh and walk after. I'm just going to watch. <laughs> I'll follow behind Brandon, as he starts walking towards her, but meh, I'm not that concerned. She can clearly take care of herself. I forgot I did that in the last game. I'm pretty proud of myself. I forgot about that. I can't hold my own. Um, now, do I know any information about the person that I'm approaching um, in appearance? At, at the distance you are, it's hard to make out any identifying features. Uh you know, early teens, maybe, you know, even 12. So hard to identify even gender, really. Uh, it's either a boy or a girl with short hair or her short, her hair up. Uh, not really able to tell much more from here. All right. So I'm just going to walk up and I'm going to say, uh, excuse me, is, is that seat taken over there? As you're walking up the trail, because it's not like, you know, a two minute voyage. Like you got to get up the trail that leads to the, the cliffside. And as you're climbing, before you basically get within, uh, you know, speaking range of this individual, you hear, well, I would call it barking, but more realistically, it's a bit of a yapping of a small, but only on the outside dog. I love puppies. Okay. And uh, when this person uh, hears the, the barking, she, she well, you, not, she, you can tell uh, as she turns to you, it's a, it's a girl. Uh, she lowers the uh, binoculars and just like stares at you, like startled. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I I didn't mean to. I was just kind of walking this way, and I just happened to notice you have a very cute dog. <laughs> and you notice that uh, it's there's like a basket in the front of the bicycle, and there's a dog mostly in the basket. Oh, he kind of spills out over the edges, kind of like a loaf of bread. <laughs> but it appears to be uh, a dachshund. Oh, it's a dash hound. How cute. What, what did you call my dog? 
the dash hound. She just like shakes her head and packs up her binoculars and like goes to ride away. I- I'm sorry, I I didn't mean to offend. I just you have a very cute dog. I I just wanted to see if it was okay to pet it. I've been really wanting a pet myself. All right. Uh, why don't you make uh, an empathize check? Or I, it's actually, I, I think for you, it'd be more charm is what you're going for here. Do I get a bonus? No. Wow. Okay. So you actually get some bonus effects on this as well. So that was a, an incredible success. So it, she goes to turn away and like she hesitates and looks at the dog and looks at you. And like she'll reach down and start stroking the, the dog. And she's like, his name is Ham. Oh my God, that's the cutest name ever. Hello, Ham. How are you? <laughs> you just hear a happy little bark. And again, not really wagging its tail, just kind of wagging the entire back half of the dog. <laughs> and it kind of perks up, but he's not getting out of this basket on his own. <laughs> What a happy little puppy. You could tell with a happy puppy comes from a happy home and a happy owner, right? No, you can't. I'm sorry. Are you all right? I'm fine. I'm tough. We're fine. I know the feeling. Sometimes when I'm having a rough time myself. I really try to put on a, a very tough facade so people know that I can take care of myself, that I'm very self-sufficient, strong, independent. So I I understand. How long have you had your puppy for? Since my sixth birthday. Wow. <sighs> Do you remember the first day you got him? I bet it was an awesome day. Have we gotten there yet, Joni? If you want. How old is this person that she's speaking to? Uh, I don't have an exact age in my notes, but she's like 12, 13. Okay. So do you have a lot of pets, or is this just your only one? Just me and Ham. I bet I bet Ham loves this weather. I bet you guys go on tons of adventures, right? This town sucks, but it's better than Vegas tell me about it. It's hard to just be looked at like a decent human being in this town sometimes. People just only see what's at book, you know, at face value and they don't really see what's inside. It's really frustrating. Now, if it's okay, would I be able to is this person sitting somewhere or are they standing? She's sitting on her bike, like, you know, one leg on the pedal, one leg on the ground. Do you you mind if I sit here on the ground? I it looks like you have a really good view of the area. Yeah, uh, have a look, but I, I really, I really need to get going. Oh, I, I apologize. I didn't mean to take up your time. Uh, do you have another adventure on the way? I think we all do. Um, if you if you want to come see him, uh, she pulls out like a a, a pencil. And scratches down, like digs in her pockets, finds like an old receipt and scratches down an address. You you can come play with them here. Um but sneak in from the back. I understand. 
thank you for being so kind to me and for accepting me just for who I am. Before she takes off, I'm going to say, how long you been in town, kid? She'll look at Matea like, do you know this guy? I'll smile and warmly nod. It's okay. This is just my friend, Oz. Uh, like she looks at you and you got you got a messed up eye, right? Yeah. And she'll like see that and you'll see like her brush, like the side of her face. Like a couple weeks now. When she brushed, did I see any scars or anything on her? Black eye, anything? Um, maybe the remnants of one, but it was a quick little like flip of the hair. Flip of the hair to uncover or flip of the hair to cover? It, like it was hanging in her face and like when she saw you, like it kind of reminded her of something. So you saw like as she brushed her hand by her hair fell back for a moment. Okay. So maybe, I mean, you can interpret that however you want. You know, um, if you're not from around here, um, and, if, you know, I'd, I'd love to visit Ham, maybe you'd like to grab a slice of pizza sometime, and, you know, I could show you around? It, maybe, but I, I really do need to go. She never did answer my question. Did she brush it off, or? Which question? I asked how long she'd been living in town. Uh, maybe you didn't hear. I said uh, she responded with a couple weeks. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry. I clearly was concerned with the hair. Okay. Well, I mean, before, things. before she takes off, I'm going to say, just before you go quickly, you seen any weird stuff happening around here that'd be hard to explain to an adult? And if it helps you answer, we've seen some interesting shit that it'd be hard to intro- to talk to adults about. I kind of just take a look at Jackson, kind of like giving him that unspoken, I think that's a little too soon. I wouldn't have brought that up. She doesn't seem very comfortable. He doesn't care. So when you say that, she'll like get on her bike and start pedaling and she'll pedal like right past you. And as she goes past, like she'll give you a little shove in the shoulder that kind of turns you to like look over the water from the, the vantage point here. And you see just hundreds of birds like uh, almost a cloud of them over one of the islands in the lake okay out of character which island am I looking at uh, on the map uh, it would be Big Boulder Island okay good hold on is it's hard to tell from the the um, um, the map because we got a Big Boulder Island a Little Boulder Island and a Rock Island Big Boulder is that just the very tiny one at the very top uh, I'm kind of as questionable on that as you. I'm going to assume Big Boulder Island is probably the big island. <laughs> and whatever that smaller thing to the north is, is just untitled. Right. Okay. Um, well, you're in charge. So, okay. As she as she kind of rides past Jackson, I'll go, oh, hey, I, I forgot. I didn't catch your name. I'm Matea. Yeah, she's kind of gone. She's not turning back to respond. I'm going to look at... Uh... Look at, uh, oh, for fuck's sakes. Allie, what's your character's name? Matea. Matea. God damn it. Please, people, try, just bear with You're me fine. tonight, okay? Um, I'm going to look at Matea and say, can I see that piece of paper, please? I was handling it until you just came rattling questions. I'm not yeah. giving well, you a hard time. Can you. I please? I'm not arguing. I'm just asking, can I please see the piece of paper? 
while they argue, I will actually go into my backpack of stuff that I took from home, which includes a pair of binoculars. I will take a closer look at the island. Right. So, yeah, Brandon, you see when you are able to like zoom in, uh, the birds are pigeons. Like it's just a huge flock of pigeons that's is it clouding over like the uh, the southeastern part of the island, and uh, like it's they're not just like hanging out there. You see plenty of them are like coming and going from the mainland, and then uh, you also notice like higher up, like circling the island, is a bunch of gulls. Huh. And I'm speaking with Jackson, giving him the receipt, saying, "I hope you know." If we go to see her, you see this puppy. She told us to go through the back before you waltzed in. I'll just kind of tug on uh, Matea's jacket and just hand her the binoculars and point at the island. What have we gotten ourselves into? I mean, I don't want to say this seems like a Hitchcock film, but I'm also not saying it either. Narrator, is there a ferry that goes to that island? Yeah, uh, it's definitely a a popular attraction for like nature hikes and picnics and those sorts of things. Uh, It's also optional just to like rent a boat and paddle yourselves out there if you wanted. How far is the island from shore? Uh, Pretty close. I'd have to double check with the scale, but less than a mile, I'd say. So when you're talking about all of the birds... Then when he was looking through the binoculars at, are we talking about like those are all on the southern tip or did it look like it was pretty much the entirety of the island? Uh, the, the big cloud of pigeons seems to be centered around like the southeastern part of the island, like where that little like crab claw looking protrusion is. Gotcha. That's what I figured. OK, good. And then I'm assuming the ferry takes you more towards the top part of the island. Yeah, like you see those uh, the red lines on the map. Yes. So, like, you see the 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 top one kind of stops at the northwestern tip of the yeah, island. Yeah, gotcha. That's what I figured. Yeah, I just want to make sure. So, what time are we looking at right now? It's still late morning. How long would it take for us to walk from the top part of that island down to Rock Island? I mean, not that long. I mean, maybe half hour, 45 minutes if you're pushing it. How much would the ferry cost to take us there? Well, you're in luck because on Sundays, the ferry's free. Then yes, we are in luck. Before we go any further, Jackson, can I have back that receipt with the girl's address? She seems troubled. I had just looked at it to memorize the address and given it back. All right. I stick it in the pocket of my uh, leather jacket. Before before we go any further, though, uh, Vince, where, sorry, narrator, where are does where was that address leading to for that uh, little girl? Uh, it's a house just in town. Like you know the not the exact address, but you know the street, and you can find it easily. It's yeah, you know, like fourteen eighty two North Johnson Avenue or something like that. Okay, so not far from where we live, essentially. Yeah, no. Okay, fair enough. Okay, I'm gonna look down at Brandon and say, "So, are we going over to the island to see what's going on?" Well. <laughs> We come this far. Let's go get a ferry. I'm in. Don't forget your sword. Shut up. It's a very pretty <laughs> sword. <laughs>
I'm going to say this once and only once. Shut up. And I start walking away. All right. So unless you guys want to uh, do anything else in there, we can just skip ahead to essentially you guys having ridden the ferry and walked most of the way across the island. I'm going to call forward to him and say, did it come with an action figure? And then you wonder why he gets so upset so fast. When Jackson inevitably falls asleep on the ferry, I'm just going to tie his shoes together. He's not falling asleep. It's early morning. Hey, you sleep through everything else. It's halfway in, like that's stimulating to the brain. That's not true. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's why you have me as a tutor. I assure you that's not why. But you keep thinking you know me better than me. I'm just saying. Enough of that. We've got a hike. Let's do this. All right. So, like I said, we're going to skip ahead as you guys are uh, approaching. It's now, you know, early afternoon. Probably actually like right around like 1230 or so. And uh, you guys have ridden the ferry you know, hikes down some trails and you're approaching the part of the island where the birds seem to be nesting, if you will. And um, I'm going to want all of you to make sneak checks, please. Okay. The bad news is, Matea, you failed, but Jackson uh, succeeded so uh, expertly that uh, he's able to basically give you one of his successes. So as a group, you all do just fine. Thanks, Jackson. All right, so as you uh, kind of approach, sticking to the bushes, you know, you're not entirely sure what would happen if, you know, you would be noticed by a few hundred pigeons. I mean, the one you met seemed pretty nice, but who knows? Are we seeing Uh, any buildings around us, or is it still all bush? It's basically like a nature island. Like, there might be, like, a fishing hut here and there along the coast, but nobody lives here. No fences either? No. Okay. So, out of curiosity, is there, have we seen any other people that were on the ferry or were on the island? Because I feel like for a, a natural occurrence like this, it would draw attention. Yeah, people on the ferry definitely, like, remarked about it. Like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, you know, don't usually see, you know, that kind of, that amount of birds this time of year. But uh, it, it didn't really alarm them. Okay. Although you did notice, like, as you were hiking down the trails, not that many people were heading this way. <laughs> did we see anybody? Uh, anybody who, who rode the ferry seemed to be, you know, interested in hanging out along the other end of the island. You know, if if you were going on a picnic, would you want to go where there's a few hundred pigeons? No, sorry. Um, what I mean is anybody that we are coming across... Do they look like they're just regular people out for a Sunday afternoon walk in the park? Or do they look suspicious in any way, shape, or form? Because we'd be on high alert based on what (laughs) we know and the fact that there are hundreds of birds there. If you'd like, you could make a a comprehend test. Yeah, you you don't notice anything suspicious. You're, You're pretty sure it's just normal families out for a normal Sunday. Okay. Yeah, as you guys are here, like hiding in the bushes and looking out, like around the trees, like you see, there's like, literally hundreds of pigeons just flying in and out all over the place. They 
they appear to have taken one of the larger trees in the area and are just making a giant nest with anything they can find, you know, sticks, leaves, as well as, you know, bits of metal, shiny pieces of trash, aluminum foil, anything you can imagine. Like they're, they're flying in and adding it to this large twist of brambles and, and everything that they've constructed and heading back for more. Like they, they all seem to be working together. Hey, Brandon, does it seem normal for this many birds to be doing something like that? I, I don't know much about birds and migration. It just, this doesn't seem like this would be the weather for it, but. Matea, I I figure you already know the answer to that. There's a reason we're coming down here, right? And it's not just because I love birds, because I don't. I just, I mean, these birds don't look different. I think that's what's throwing me off. Aside from the ones, how do I phrase this? The birds that were talking to us looked plenty normal until we got up close and saw the the scars. Speaking of which, can I borrow your your uh, binoculars? Please be careful; they are my dad's. I will be. Okay, narrator, I'm looking out. A, how far are we from this tree? And B, with the binoculars, can I actually see the pigeons closer? Yeah, at this point, you're like only a couple hundred feet away, so you can get a pretty good zoom on these things. Am I seeing the same medical fuckery with them as well? It's kind of hard with them flitting in and out, but yeah, if you spend enough time, like you you can notice, you know, little glints uh, of, you know, be it metal or plastic or whatever is definitely like you, you notice it on like the backs of a couple of their necks. So you can guess that it's probably all of them, if not most of them, at least. We're close enough that we'd be able to hear them as well. Are we hearing words again? It's a cacophony, so it's really hard to pick out what they're saying. But yeah, you're definitely hearing language. Not just cause and normal bird sounds. I'm going to gently hand the binoculars back to Brandon and ask him if he brought any of that syrup as well again. The knockout juice? No. Yeah. Damn. Why why would I have it with me? Well, so that we could see about maybe getting one of these guys to escort us so that we could see if there's, I don't know, a base of some sorts around town or something. I know it's ridiculous to interrogate a pigeon, but it wouldn't be the first time we've done it is what I'm saying. I don't know what you want from me, man. Like, we can make a net out of fibrous tissue from plants and i'm open to better ideas you can try to capture one but like i would just rather physically go and see what they're circling like i feel that the birds themselves aren't going to be able to tell us much god i can't believe i just said those words um but we talked to one and it had no idea what was going on they don't have higher cognitive function like we do well like me and Matea do um for fuck's sakes Narrator, how high is the uh, the nest off the ground? Uh, it starts maybe like 10 feet off the ground, and it's a pretty big tree, so it stretches up. Like it, it, it engulfs most of a large tree. Is it easily climbable for us? It, you're a bunch of kids. You can climb trees if that's a thing that you want to try. Okay, well, I'm going Wait. to... <laughs> Before you even do that, just take a second 
and here at this rational too, we went after one bird who was talking to us. We're outnumbered here. How do we know that they're not aggressive or violent? Do you want to do this? They're birds. Have you seen the birds? Yes, I have. That was a movie. These are birds. Okay, these birds. I just kind of like grabbed the bridge of my nose and just kind of like the onset of a headache and just kind of squint and like, yes. And, and, and things that only happen in the movie just happened today. Like talking birds. <laughs> and like as if on cue, just as you say that, like one of the pigeons lands on a branch above you guys. And you just hear human. And like, it gets out another like half of a word when all of a sudden one of those gulls that was circling like above the rest of the flock just swoops by and snatches it out of the branch and you're just it's like a puff of feathers and they're both gone again are you sure this is the right idea of just walking on up to them or climbing on up to them just asking i'm gonna pull the chain out from underneath my t-shirt so unless anybody has any objections i'm gonna slowly walk up to that tree i kind of just look to brandon try to gauge and see what he's thinking I, I literally sit down, I take my backpack out, I start rummaging through, and I go, well, I can eat later, I guess. And I take out like a stack of sandwiches that I had made before I left and just start ripping them to shreds and throwing them all around the place. All right, so the birds start going nuts, but they're, at least for the moment, focused on the food. So, Jackson, what's what's your plan here? As soon as they're on the ground going after the food, I'm going to hit the nest. I see an opportunity. All right. Yeah, you uh, make a move for the tree and you start climbing. Uh, You tell me what you want to do here. Well, it all depends on what I'm seeing. The way you were describing it, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's basically just a large nest being built partway up into a tree, correct? So I should be able to theoretically climb up either from underneath and poke my way through or up and around using the branches to get inside and see what's inside, right? All right. Yep. So uh, why don't you make an investigate check and we'll find out exactly what you see. Fuck all, apparently. <laughs> all right. So again, your options here, uh, you can take this the failure or you can in some way check your pride to... Uh, automatically succeed or you can take a condition and re-roll the condition would make sense if i slipped on a branch or if i hurt myself or something i mean you're the narrator but i i I would think an injury of some sort making my way to it would make sense that uh, seems sensible to me so go ahead and check off injured and you can re-roll your investigate you investigate the crap out of this no fucking kidding See, that's the thing about Jackson. He just needs a couple of shots to the head, and then he's thinking fairly clearly, and he can figure shit out. We could do something about that, Jackson. All right. So, like, there's a list of questions that you're allowed to ask me, but you got so many successes, I'm essentially going to answer all of them. (laughs) So, what is hidden here, and where is it? So, as you're looking around, like I said, you notice uh, it's not just branches and leaves. Like, there's random bits of trash and like anything they could find picking up from the surrounding area. And one thing does catch your eye. It's like a large, uh, almost like a license plate, 
uh, large piece of metal kind of like wedged in between a couple of the branches. So that catches your eye. Uh, what does it mean? Like, that's more about the nest in general. It definitely it's it's a place where the pigeons are congregating as as a place where they can be safe together. Uh, because you noticed the gulls aren't too happy with them. Uh, what has happened here? We kind of covered that. How can I get into, out of, or past something? So, like as you're looking around, uh, I'll say you're able to uh, essentially figure out a a safe path out as well. <laughs> And what threats can I perceive here would be uh, you're fairly certain that if you were to uh, piss off the birds, you'd definitely have a bunch of beaks headed in your direction. So you might want to be quick. Okay. Going to grab the uh, license plate thing quickly, shove it in the back of my pants and make my way out of the tree then. If that's the only thing that's of interest in there. Yeah, it, it, again, based on that role, like you're, you're able to kind of deduce what the most important clue here might be. Grab it and get the heck out. From my vantage point, though, before I take off quickly, it's a slightly higher vantage point, and being as all the birds are going to that spot, if I do a quick 360 and look around, do I see any anything out of the ordinary that would warrant further investigation? A hut down the way a clearing or anything vehicles anything at all uh those uh those gulls that were uh, circling the rest of the flock uh you do notice that uh after like as you're up there like they 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 feel that they've confidently asserted their uh their presence by picking off a few of the the pigeons and you see them uh fly away farther to the north like out over the water like towards sentinel island or up directly north from where we are yeah, you. I mean, your direction is a little off, but you know, basically, like, the only place they could be flying from here would probably be Sentinel Island. Okay. Do do I know what's, do any of us know of any special anythings on Sentinel Island that's part of the lore of this town? Uh, yeah, the island itself, it's uh, it's mostly, like, a destination for fishermen and stuff. Like, there, there's a lot of docks there. You know, there's a, a bait shack and, like, a a fuel depot and that sort of stuff. And like, you know that, uh, well, I mean, let's see what Oz would know. So we'll uh, comprehend. Yeah. You know, it's actually pretty famous, um, for there, there's a wrecked, um, magnetrine freighter there. So what magnetrine freighters are is, uh, with the loop here in the U S as well as in Sweden, one of the, uh, big technologies that came out of it was these large, like freighters that would essentially be able to harness the earth's, uh, electromagnetic field and take large loads uh, across the land and water essentially very cheaply and easily by just floating them there. And you know that uh, there's uh, one of them wrecked there and it was a big, uh, it was a big news thing. Like when you were really young that, uh, you know, a freighter wrecked on the Island and those, those sorts of things don't happen very often, but you, you know, that that's basically what the Island is known for. Okay, I'm going to be climbing down quickly, going around and giving the birds wide enough berth, and uh, going back and handing the license plate to uh, Brandon. I just kind of look at you like, what? You make any sense of this? I, I don't know, do I? Like, I look at it, it, I mean, it's a license plate, okay? Hey, if you want to actually like try and figure it out you can either calculate or comprehend 
both are the same so yeah given the uh like the uh the way it is like it's it spells out i e x dash four z three two and that's not typically a designation for a car license plate and you know you've it takes you a little bit but you put it together you're like yeah this is the license plate off of a magnetrine freighter huh Alrighty then I relay that information to the group. I'm going to relay then the information about the gulls heading off that way. So it would appear that we have yet another side trip to take. Uh, quick question about the license plate. Um, is it rusted? Like it's been like in the water for a long time or does it look kind of brand new and just slightly tarnished? Yeah, it's definitely not pristine. It's seen somewhere. Okay. What time of day are we looking at? It's still mid-afternoon. How long would it take for us to ferry to Sentinel Island? Uh, given the time that it would take you to walk back uh, to the other side of the island, uh, wait for the ferry to actually come by, like you might get there by early evening. Probably too late for us to go today. Probably, unless... Well, I mean, I know my parents are going to be asking about me if I'm not back for dinner. And we could always come back tomorrow. It's not like the birds are going anywhere. Is tomorrow Monday or is tomorrow Sunday? Tomorrow is Monday, but it's also summer, so there's no school. Okay. We could maybe just rent a boat tomorrow and get our own way out there instead of the ferry. Might save us some time. Well, from where we are now, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a ferry that comes at the bottom of the island too, right, narrator? Uh, it doesn't stop at the bottom. It just kind of heads around the island and gotcha. heads okay. off. All right, so we got to hike back. All right, well, we may as well head back home then. Yeah, that's probably the best option right now. And maybe do some more research on this magnifreighter thing. Narrator? Does the license plate have a registration sticker of any sort kind of indicating what year? Is there any type of like a decal or anything on it that would give us some idea of say, the age of it? Uh, it might. Uh, you're not that familiar with freighters. Uh, it, yeah, like you said, it, it stands to reason that it would have a decal just like a car does. But given the state of the license plate, it doesn't. And you're not sure if it's supposed to or not. Okay. All right, then. You guys just want to head home for the night, then? Yeah, it's probably... The, I, I think that's the best bet. Jackson's actually going to take a little side trip after he's been home and grabbed some food and potentially even made a little something for his sister. But once it's darker, he's going to take a little walk over to that address that he got and just look at what is happening there. Does he see anything out of the ordinary? Mm-hmm. So are you following her instructions and coming in through the back or are you just kind of like walking down the street? At this point, walking down the street, but on the opposite side. So it just looks like I'm taking a walk, essentially. Am I hearing anything? Any loud noises? Any screaming? Any anythings from over there? Yeah, you notice really nothing. Uh, there's a light on in the upstairs, but that's really all you can see. As you're walking by, like, one of the neighbors kind of like eyeballs you. Although 
I have a feeling that's not exactly something that Jackson is not used to. <laughs> yeah. But nothing out of the ordinary. No, nothing noticeable. Okay. He's going to slowly make his way back home then. Although I, I will point out like the lawn's getting a little long, but you know, could just be nobody wants to go out in the hot summer and cut it. Is there any sort of disrepair around the house or anything like that? No, the house itself seems to be fine. Okay. Okay. Then, yeah, going to keep walking for now. All right. Is there anything anybody else wants to do tonight? No, I think I'm good. Same. I know my mom is still out for the night, so I'm actually going to go to the pizzeria and grab a slice for dinner. Kind of eat it there and then just head home. Is that what your mom does? Yeah, Sundays are usually the very busy days after, you know, church. She'll probably do something at a senior citizen center and volunteer there. Or maybe she'll go to like a nursing home and hang out with the people there. So she's usually not home in time to cook. So usually Sundays we kind of fend for ourselves to get something to eat. Oh, okay. I thought you said like you, you meant like that your mom was working at the pizzeria. But no, that's just where you go because, you know, Sunday night dinner is kind of do your own thing. Got it. Yeah. Anything you want to do while you're at the pizzeria or you just grab a slice and head home? I'm just going to grab a slice and head home. All right. So we can uh, skip ahead to the next morning. Uh, so it's now Monday. So your parents are headed off to work. Well, I mean, Jackson, your mom's kind of always at work. Although, like, um, I'd say, you know, Brandon and Matea, you know, both of you uh, as your parents are getting ready in, in the mornings. Uh, I would assume there's a TV on somewhere with the news, correct? Yeah, probably my house. Mm-hmm. You know, weather, traffic, at the very least. So, yeah, it, it's actually a pretty big news story. Uh, yesterday at uh, the beach, uh, there was a young girl that was actually attacked by the gulls. Uh, she's hurt. She She's definitely been taken to the hospital for stitches and... And she's still there. She wasn't released, so it wasn't minor wounds, but she's alive at least. Uh, and, um, you know, they're talking about how if it wasn't for, you know, the, uh, the the local, like, groundskeeper at the park, you know, who saw that she was in trouble and, you know, fended off the birds, it could have been far worse. Did they release the name of the girl? No. Although, like I said, it's a young child, so definitely not the girl you had met before. Okay. Like, as the news report continues, um, like the local news is like, Oh, you know, uh, we decided to, uh, get the opinion of a local expert on, on birds. And, and you see like a, a live news report of, you know, there's a guy standing out in the street in front of, a in front of a house. And, uh, it's like, as many as you know, uh, local resident Christopher Boyd uh, used to host a TV series about uh, birds and uh, before his uh, retirement uh, out of nowhere. Uh, but now he resides here in Boulder City. So let's see if we can get a word from him. And you see, like, he, he goes through the, the gate and walks through the up to the door and knocks. Uh, the door opens like a crack. Like, ah, oh, Mr. Boyd, uh, you know, Chet Stevens here from Channel 4 News, hoping we could get uh, 
your opinion on uh, the news lately about these bird attacks. <laughs> like you just see like this wrinkled like guy, like you just see like a sliver of his face and wild hair, unshaved beard. Just like birds are evil. I told you that get out my yard and just slams the door in the reporter's face. Like, and the reporter turns back to the camera. Well, well folks, you heard it here. Birds are evil. Stay tuned for further updates. Best news report ever. Well, I know where we're going. <laughs> I think I may actually separate from you guys. I have an idea, but I want to meet up with you all first. Well, I, I'm going to tell you guys about the, the news report when I see you. So I was planning on doing the same. We'll probably have one of those moments where we kind of just walk into each other being like, did you see the news? Yeah, I think we need to talk to the crazy old dude. I think I have an idea. I'm going to let you guys talk to the crazy old dude. I'm going to try to pretend going to the hospital. My mom's there all the time volunteering. I wonder if I can try to get in there just to see if I can get a couple words in with the nurses to let me see the little girl. Hey, go for it. You guys going to be okay on your own? Never mind. Don't answer that. I'll see you in a few. Jackson's not even there yet. (laughs) Oh, I know. I'm talking to Brandon, but I know that Brandon doesn't like to feel like he's talked down to as a child. So I kind of just immediately dismiss it. And and Brandon notes this and appreciates it and puffs out his chest a little bit. And, you know, all right, good luck. Just, uh, I guess we'll, we'll meet up for, for, for lunch and exchange what we know. Where do you want to meet up? I guess back here. I mean, we got we got the fort, so we might as well use it. I guess. Yeah. Right. Down pizza fort. rolls. Got got some mellow yellow. We'll be fine. Do you do you have any tang at home? Probably. All right, we'll meet back here then. Tang is what the astronauts drink. Of course, Brandon has it. <laughs> All right, so I just grab my my leather jacket and I go out, or my denim jacket. And I start making my way towards the hospital. I'm going to go look at the nearest bus station, see if I can get a bus there. All right. So we'll check in with you in a second. But uh, Jackson, I assume you arrive at Brandon's at some point. Yeah. And Brandon, uh, uh, you going to tell him? I'll relay the whole thing. Uh, I think we need to go talk to the old dude. All right. Let's, uh, you know, I guess right over there. And uh, yeah, this, this should be entertaining. Where does old dude live? I insert address here from news report. Yeah. Uh, so let me switch you guys back to the city map. I'm just thinking in terms of, are we going to have time to go do that? Plus get to the Island kind of deal. Maybe, maybe not, but I mean, it's, this seems like a worthy lead. It might give us more to go off of. Oh, I agree. I'm just, again, wondering if we're going to have time for the Island as well. And I really want to get, onto that island and see what the hell is going on. So where is he, narrator? Uh, actually, I was just checking my notes. And uh, actually, he does live out towards the beach. He's not actually in the town proper. Awesome. All right. So let's, I guess, head out that way. So uh, I'll give you guys a chance to rewind here. Knowing that, would you still have told Matea to meet up back at your place? Mm, probably closer towards the beach. Right, like, you know, a local, you know, restaurant or hangout over there because it doesn't make much sense to head out towards the beach and then back in the town. Yeah. You can meet at the ferry. That's not me meddling. I'm just having a suggestion. It's not a meta. You're you're literally 
doing the right thing. Yeah, but you would have done that before I got there. You would have had that conversation with him. Right, but now that we we now know where he lives, it changes the value of the conversation. Right, right. Yeah, that, that's on me. I hadn't noticed that he wasn't in town until I double-checked my notes. So, meet at the ferry? Yeah, I think I, for sure that works. And I know to meet at the ferry with them, too? Yeah, well, that's the idea. We would go back and the conversation would happen that I would say, you know, when we say where we meet up, then we would just meet up at the ferry. Okay, sounds good. All right. So since Matea's destination is the closer, we're going to start with her as she arrives at the hospital. I kind of walk up. I try to see if there's any familiar nurses that I might recognize. Yeah, like you said, your mom volunteers here fairly often. So, yeah, I'm sure somebody is familiar to you. All right. So I'm just going to walk up to the reception area and I'm going to look at one of them and be like, hey, really random question. Uh, I, I don't do this often. Uh, my mom said she was supposed to come here today to help volunteer, but she actually got caught on a double shift at work. She asked if I could come to volunteer to help here at the hospital today. Um, I just wanted to know if that'd be okay. So, you know, the nurse looks at you. Have you volunteered at the hospital before? Yes, with my youth group. Um, we actually came no, no, that, that's, that's me asking you, not her. Oh, yes, I have. My mom has forced me on the holidays to do the Christmas carol, uh, carol stuff. That's the only reason why she let me get the bases, because I promised I'd do some holiday caroling around the hospital every Christmas. Holiday caroling with your bass guitar? <laughs> you heard Oh Come All Ye Faithful on bass? It's kind of dark, but I try to lighten it up with a high-pitched voice. The effort is appreciated. I I have nothing. For Halloween, I dressed up in I dressed up in a Halloween costume. And uh, I may or may not have started singing Dream Warrior by Dokken. It was a hit with the old guys. <laughs> so the nurse will like, look down, look up, and like, um, well, you know, we we can't have you doing you know, the type of work your, your mother did. Uh, not that we don't trust you, young lady, but, uh, you know, certain sensitive things. But I'm, I'm sure we could have you uh, help out here and there yeah, you know, you know the 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 office. Head on down the hallway, Matea. Oh, thank you so much. You have yourself a great day. Oh, you too, darling. As I walk away, I kind of just quietly mutter under my breath, oh, Lord. and I start walking towards the office. Are you actually going to the volunteer office? No. I'm going to pretend, though, I'm walking down that way, and then I'm going to go. I'm going to get on the elevator, and I'm going to head over to the children's ward. All right, so, yeah, the children's ward is a a wash with color and various cartoon characters, and, you know, Sesame Street is there, and there's there's a really uh, poorly made, but, God, they really tried, like, little town of, like, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood of make believe. <laughs> so like it, there's there's definitely a, a a cheery atmosphere here. So what I do is I start casually walking, I say hi to the ladies, and I kind of just kind of glance by to see if I could find one of those medical notebooks just to see the most recent login as to patients that have been admitted. Um do I have to roll something to see if Oh yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll sing Oh Come All You Faithful again. Yeah, uh, so you're definitely going to need, like, a sneak roll to try and do this without anybody noticing you. <laughs> Please remember, I'm still wearing my denim jacket. Does that count for anything? Uh, I don't know. How do you use your denim jacket to help you in this task? It makes me look younger. Kids like touching the patches and the buttons on it. Kids love touching buttons. I personally do not. Med led to many accidental groups in my time. I was not okay with it. As fascinating as that is, Jesus. how does this help the nurses not notice you? All right, fine. I'll go this real sneak. What the fuck was that? Oh, okay. <laughs> Good enough. So I sneak by, try to see if I can find any records of the most recent admission and see if I can just get some brief notes as to the injury, the injuries occur, uh, accrued and whatnot. Do I see anything that pops out? All right. So now this is going to call for an investigate check. Good enough again. So yeah, you, you're able to pick out, um, there, there's definitely uh, one girl here. You, you, the words stick out of like severe trauma, uh, animal attack and uh, gives you a room number, room 14. All right, I uh, start making my way over to room 14. So as you head down the hallway, you see like in the in the actual hallway, like in the bench on the hallway, there's uh, a man and a woman. The man is, you know, tired, uh, like on the verge of falling asleep, but still maintaining his dedication to not doing that as his arm is around the woman and she's just a sobbing mess. Okay. I am going to walk up to the couple and I'm going to say, uh, first off, I'm going to take off my denim jacket. Um, under it, I'm just wearing a plain t-shirt, plain jeans. I kind of tuck my hair behind my ears, make myself feel a little presentable, and I just kind of walk up to them. Can we just point out, Matea wearing a denim jacket and jeans in literally the middle of the desert in summer, that is dedication to an aesthetic. I did it for docking. I did it for striper, too. All right, so I am going to walk up to them, and I'm going to say, "Excuse me, uh, I, I hate to I hate to bother you right now. Uh, my name's Matea. I'm with the Saint Coinox Church. Um, we had recently heard of some ongoings on the news about a, a young girl who was injured. Please, I, I apologize and don't think me forward, but do you believe in Jesus?" On that note, we're going to skip over to Brandon and Jackson. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, I mean, makes sense. Does it? <laughs> oh, I got a plan. Yeah, it, it makes sense. So, uh, Brandon and Jackson, uh, you guys take the bus. Uh, you're not going all the way to the beach. Um, you see on the map where Route 93 kind of splits off uh, and Lakeshore Road heads north. Sure. So, like, right there in that little uh, intersection... Uh, just to the east of it is where uh, Boyd lives. So uh, on the way there, Brandon, I'm assuming you're familiar with uh, the great nature show that uh, Christopher Boyd hosted. I mean, if it was a an, anything educational, probably. Probably a real safe bet. Yeah, it was on like primetime NBC. Like everybody watched it. It was really popular uh, until 
there was this unfortunate incident uh, with a goose that, uh, and I'm assuming you kind of relay all this to Jackson because I'm assuming Jackson didn't watch the show. Uh, no, sure. Yeah, there was an unfortunate incident with a goose where he just kind of became the laughing stock of of the the community and like the show was canceled and well he he just didn't quite like birds too much after that <laughs> and so he retired and bought a little house here just outside of Boulder City. So you get there and uh it's a completely overgrown garden there's birdhouses and feeders and baths and stuff all over the place but hasn't been tended to in a while there's a tall fence with a with a gate heading up. I just go straight up to the door like I'm not even stopping and I will knock. Yeah, there's uh, no answer. While he's doing that, I'm going to look in the uh, kind of peek in the windows. Do I see any activity at all behind there? I mean, there's bird cages filling half the house, although they're not exactly locked. So the birds are just kind of free and fluttering around. And like, as you, you're looking in, you hear a loud crashing noise from upstairs. What kind of loud crashing noise? I mean, you hear maybe a shelf fall over. You hear some yelling, some squawking. Am I close enough to Brandon? Did he hear it as well or was it? just? Yeah, you you both definitely heard it. It's hard to miss. I try the door. Is it unlocked? It is not. What type of door is it? Like what type of lock is it? I mean, it's your typical deadbolt. And then it's not a knob. It's one of those ones with like the little lever you push down to open. That's actually good. Um, saw this in a movie once. I'm going to try it. Jackson, please cover me. <laughs> I'll reach into my bag and just kind of like I'll pull out. Um, I see some wire. You take that sword out again. <laughs> no, uh, I pull out some like, you know, wire in like some metal bits and stuff like that. Uh, I fashion a makeshift tensioner and I'm going to try to pick the lock. Uh, that sounds like a tinker roll to me. It is totally a tinker roll. And somehow, despite your <laughs> Jackson's misgivings, it works. And I, I file that away. I put that somewhere where I can get them again because I might need them in the future. Um, Yeah, so uh, we don't tell my parents about that, okay? Cool, let's go. Yeah, just stop making jokes about me being stupid. You stop talking about the sword, I'll stop talking about you being stupid. Done? Maybe. <laughs> God damn it. Jackson. Okay, I'm going to be walking ah. past him and going up the stairs. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to be calling. Hello, we heard a loud noise. Is everybody all right? Yeah, so when you get to the top of the stairs, what you see is uh, Mr. Boyd with, like, knocked over furniture. You could see, like... He's like standing on top of what used to be a bookshelf full of books uh, of some sort. And in his left hand, he's got like a big parrot who's just like squawking and yelling. And in his right hand, he's holding like a big axe as if he's about to swing at the bird. And that's where we're going to cut off this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Famous ornithologist about to kill a bird and... How do you feel about Jesus? So <laughs> we've got some interesting things going on here. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. And thank you so much to my players. This 
more than any other game I've run in the past has to be my favorite to run sessions for just because it's so wild and fun and all three of you bring your characters every time. So that's amazing. All right. So listeners, you can find more episodes of Tales from the Loop as well as Shadowrun and Dungeons and Dragons on our website at ForTheLore.com. Or on Twitter, you can follow us at For the Lore. You can follow us individually. I am Simodian. Roger is Zen Buddhist. Joe is Loader ZJ. And Alicia is Pizza Maid. We will not be back for Tales from the Loop until some point next year. We got to look at the schedule, but we'll be sure to see you then. And thanks so much for listening. Thank you for listening to For the Lore. If you'd like to hear more from the guys, check out Popcorn Ronin with Roger and Vince, a movie, TV, and anime podcast, as well as Lore Watch, a Blizzard lore podcast co-starring Joe. And if you're into comic books, check out All Comics Considered with Marty and his crew.